Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Kayvon McKinnon, a.k.a. Killer TV, host of Best Conversations Podcast, back with another episode. I uh, hope everybody is safe, enjoying, uh, you know, enjoyed their weekend. Happy Halloween to, you know, to the little ones that enjoyed their Hall- Halloween weekend, you know, parents. That was, uh, you know, keeping our kids safe, you know, even through, you know, uh, this tough time. But, um, yes, I definitely took my kids to the pumpkin patch and, you know, just try to stay safe. You know, we want to try to keep things as normal as possible, but we want to be as safe as possible. Uh, we one day away, guys. One day away from uh, choosing the new president of the United States. Uh, man, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but whatever happens going to happen. And, you know, I keep my faith in God, you know. You know, it's cliche to say, but, you know, it's definitely true. And I definitely feel like he has the most power and can do the most, more than definitely, than any president can. Um, I did my part. I voted. I did my part. I voted. So I just, uh, I just hope you did your part as well by voting. Um, so yeah, yeah, we, we, it's, it's, it's down to the home stretch. It's all us. It's all over from here. Yeah. That, that's my little spit. But anyway, man, we back with another dope episode. Um, yeah, man, we got Willie the kid, Willie the kid. If you don't remember Willie the kid, he was used to be down with DJ drama. But now he's on, out on his own, been on his own for a while, doing his, his own thing. New project, in, you know, available right now called Capital Gains. I, um, I suggest you check it out. We get into everything from his early days with DJ Drama, you know, going through the whole raid situation, how he got down, his origins. You know how we get down the Best Conversations podcast. We go all the way back to bring it all the way into now. Um... Uh, he clears up any rumors where I seriously I thought that him and DJ Drama had beef because I you know when you don't see two people working together no more you thinking it was you know something happened but he cleared that up really really quick for me but uh, overall really dope episode um, hope y'all enjoy it um, make sure y'all go back into the archive and uh, go go back and check out some more uh, uh, dope episodes. I'm going to give you a recommendation of a really dope episode. I think y'all should go check out. There's a lot of jewels in that shit. Um, Sean Lamont episode, R&B singer. Uh, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. Really dope, really dope. Shout out to Sean Lamont. Um, uh, anything else? Anything else we need to talk about before we get into this episode? Okay, uh, no, I think that's I think that's I think that's pretty much it, man. Make sure y'all follow me everywhere. Uh, you know, best conversations podcast. You know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also you follow me, Killer TV NC. That's on um, Instagram, or if you know my real name, Kayvon McKinnon. Follow me on Facebook. Um, you know, I don't think I'm the you know. These days, I keep my life kind of, you know, pretty quiet, you know, just kind of focus on the podcast business, you know, I've learned to just, you know, you know, I ain't got to put everything out there, but I, but that's a whole different story, man. But uh, yes, man, Best Conversations Podcast, Willie the Kid episode coming at you right now, uh, another dope podcast coming next week. Uh, 
announce that uh, the new guests here soon. If you follow me on, on, on social media, you probably know what it is. It's Sheena Bella. Um, we'll get into that story. We'll have an episode drop next week. But anyway, Willie the Kid episode, Best Conversations Podcast. Uh, man, one day away from this election, man. Let's see how it's going to be, man. Peace, love, and blessings to the next time we speak. Holla. Conversations podcast episode 56. Man, you know, we like talking to them legends, yeah. uh, <laughs> and we got another legend on the line. A lot of people probably first seen this brother with DJ Drama, uh, Cannon, the affiliates. Maybe you've seen his brother, LA the Dark Man. Um, Clapping off on that classic Cannon track, but he's back with Avengers. New project out right now, Capital Gains. If you don't know who I'm talking to, you will know by the end of this interview. Willie the Kid on the line. What up, Willie? What's up, brother? How you, man? Man, I, man, I'm good, man. I the street, the streets been missing you, man. They, they, <laughs> they, they been missing you, man. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Man, doing my doing my research for this interview, man, is a lot I didn't know. Um the the close ties with um DJ Drama back in the day, I always thought you was from maybe Atlanta or Philly. Mm-hmm. Um so to find out you was from Michigan, I was like, I did not know that. I never knew that. You just found that out like recently, like today? <laughs> today. <laughs> okay. Today. I, I thought I thought drama found you in Philly or Atlanta or something. Where, where are you from? I'm from North Carolina. Okay, yeah, drum, like, yeah, okay, drum didn't find me at all. Like, I, I built that company, you know what I'm saying? With Word. drama. You Let's know get saying? into like, it. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah. I, I wasn't found, he didn't find me anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I was there before that, before that company was even a thing that people knew about, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm one of the people that was there from the very beginning, helping it to get to where it got, you know what I'm saying? So, so you, so you, so you, so so you was behind affiliates. Yeah, I was one of the people that was working to put it together. Like, you know, I wouldn't say behind, like it was just me, but it was me, Cannon, Drum, Sense, and then my brother Locke came and did some management work and some artistry work after that. But yeah, I was there before, like, when it was nothing. Like, we just in this crib putting CDs together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I wasn't, he didn't find me anywhere and put, give me no record deal. Like, I helped built that brand and built that company, you know what I'm saying? From parties to mixtapes to, you know, all kinds of extracurricular things, going through the motions with them brothers until we finally got to where we got to, you know what I'm saying? Have that always, have that always been a misconception that, that kind of 
that 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 DJ drama found you or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if, if that's what you thought, not you personally, but you know, if that's what people thought, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I know that we marketed the deal in the position to where uh oh we marketed the, the rollout after we signed our deal with Warner so that I was drama's artist. So that may make people think that. And it's not wrong with that, but I'm just clearing up the fact that that's not that's not you know that's not the same. Um, it definitely, from the outside looking in, just being just just being an absolute fan, um, it looked it just looked like okay, we about to do this gang, we doing this gangster grill thing, and and you and your brother gonna be the first people that they put out, yeah. and I didn't even I didn't even realize it was something totally different from that man. Um, for now, people, that, we put the we we put the the the, the groundwork in drama always him and since. Worked hard on building that Gangsta Girls brand, and Cannon was a producer and a DJ. Did a lot of parties, put a lot of mixtapes out. And I originally started as Cannon's artist, and that's how it started. Um, me and Cannon linked up on the college campus, started making music, and then drama was, you know, providing opportunities for Cannon and I to do things outside of campus. And then we so it became like a DJ, producer, artist, you know, situation, radio, and then we started, you know, making moves from there. And then we got an opportunity to sign a record deal for Philly's Music Group. And my brother came along to do some management. So uh, me and my brother weren't signing drama as artists. Like, he didn't find us and give us a deal. He didn't find me and give me a deal or nothing like that. It was a company that we all built together. We were all partners and all friends in that. Solid, solid, solid. So so you went to, so you went to college in, um, in Atlanta? Yeah. Word, word. Okay, so... Okay, that, that definitely that definitely makes a makes a lot makes a lot of sense. So um, let's let's go back, man. Where where, where does um your origins of hip hop start? Like we we the same age. I see that. I look at the bio. You thirty five. I'm thirty five. So um so I'm, I'm hoping our origins are, are are pretty close to um about the same of when you started liking hip hop and what you started listening to when you first wanted to uh, be a rapper. Yeah. Um, you know, probably, you know, like like mid-80s, you know, early 90s, you know what I'm saying? Being a kid and, you know, just, you know, watching it and being a fan, you know. And then maybe like mid-90s when you start seeing like Wu-Tang and Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and, you know, Outcast and Tribe and Mob Deep and, then that, then okay, and then I became like an active fan, you know what I'm saying? And then early 2000s, then you know, started doing a little bit more and getting more involved. And yeah, it's been a thing forever, you know. When'd you first pick up the pen? Um, I probably was rapping since I was like a little kid, like maybe I don't know, bro, maybe like like little little man you know like five six years old little just rapping and re 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 repeating songs that were on the radio and songs that my, my father played just repeating the songs and going around and just like rapping for people people thought those are my songs but I was just reciting other people's music and just you know getting you know getting you know comfortable with reciting and performing you know what I'm saying and then by the time I probably got to like junior high i probably started like really just writing you know what i'm saying and making my own you know my own music and doing my own things i had like a drawer a dresser drawer full of rhymes like loose leaf papers full of rhymes you know what i'm saying like experiment you know now um people that don't know your brother la the dark man um 
Uh, talk about his ties to Wu Tang. What, what what's his ties to Wu Tang? Uh, you know, close family. It's a family. It's a family thing. You know what I'm saying? Studied under RZA. You know, and worked close with the Wu, and they gave him a huge endorsement back in the late '90s, and he put his album out. Uh, had their co-sign. Yeah. Word, word. So, um, so when you get to Atlanta, are you still on? You still on your music tip? Like, um. Was you trying? You still was you like trying to get signed? What what, what was the vibe when you was in college? And what college did you go to? Uh, one of the historical black colleges. Yeah, I went to Clark Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I'm just you know doing my thing, making my rounds, and linking up with people, and just doing music. And then me and Cannon got together and started making some music, and you know, went from there. Word with the um, with you being such a lyricist. And being in the South, did you ever feel discouraged? Like your lyrics, like, you know, the lyrics didn't really matter as much anymore because, you know, you know, around that time, man, the South was like booming, booming, and you in the heart of it. Yeah, discouraged not at all. Um, because unbeknownst, the South has a lot of lyricists too. You know, there's a lot of guys from the South that are lyrical. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of lyrical music that come out the South. Uh, what the major labels and the radio may promote maybe more party music. Correct, yeah, but... South is full of lyricists, man. I mean, from down to Miami, all the way up to Kentucky, like, you know, all the way out to Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, the South is full of lyricists. Memphis, I mean... It's, Only reason I asked that, because when you was in college, but that, that was the crunk era. Of course, of course. But what I'm saying is, what the radios and the labels were promoting was crunk. Ringtone, right. rap. But when you go into, the, you go into the, the, the cities and the neighborhoods and you link with people and you see different artists... There's definitely lyricists. Jay Cole's from North Carolina, right? And he's and he's a lyricist. You see North Carolina, right? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, even even the baby, he's a big charting artist, but that boy can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like right, he's right, from North right. Carolina. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's lyricists all through the South. But what the radio is promoting and the ringtones and and, and and the snap music and the and the what you talking about, the crunk music, yeah. Um discouraged, no, because my my audience wasn't just the South, you know what I'm saying? So my audience wasn't just the radio in the South, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm here to this day. Like, to come from that space and still drop a product like Capital Gains 10 years later, you know what I'm saying? It says a lot about what my, what my, my focus was, you know what I'm saying? But to your point, yeah, um, the radio and the mainstreams and the clubs, it wasn't about lyrical music in the South at the time. But the South was definitely heavy on lyricists and appreciating the type of music that I made, always. Okay. Now, the first time I've ever, I ever heard of, of Willie the Kid was on the classic the dedication to, and I know you was on a couple of dedications, but uh, the, the first time I heard you was on that, that crazy canon. Mm. Um, would you say, would you say, was that when America really, really heard you? Or, did, or was there some, I, I, of course, there was some, I'm pretty sure some stuff before that, but. Speak to you know uh, how things changed when that verse came out, or was was it was it the was the impact that crazy? Because I was like, damn, who is this on here? Mm-hmm. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Um, I that song, Cannon, that was a song that I wrote. That was my song. I heard I heard through the grapevine that Busta Rhymes had to be first. I heard Drum say that on an interview recently. I don't know. Maybe he misunderstood, but that was my song. Like, okay. Me and Cannon, me and Cannon were living together as roommates, fresh out of college, and he made that beat right there in the living room. I went and recorded my my song to that beat, like as soon as he made it, right there on the spot. You know what I'm saying? 
And that was a record that we had that was supposed to go on my album. And then he played it for a few people and they said, yo, that's crazy. And then drama's like, ooh, and then drama started like sending it out to people. And then you got a verse from Busta Rhymes and a verse from this one and that one. It was me and my man Detroit Red. We were like, that was our record. You know what I'm saying? Like I recorded my verse. He came and recorded maybe a verse after that. And then there was another young guy named Juice that was supposed to be signed to the Phillies. He put a verse on there and that was the record. So you got an early copy of that record, even with Busta Rhymes and Lil Wayne on there. It's still me, Detroit Red, Juice, Busta Rhymes, Lil Wayne, and I think Freeway, I think. Freeway. Then they took, I think then like, then I think um, like Detroit Red wasn't on there, Juice wasn't on there, it was just me, Freeway, and um, Lil Wayne and Busta Rhymes. And then eventually T.I. got on at the end, you know what I'm saying? So. It was it was it was uh, definitely le- different layers to that song. Like yeah. started on the mixtapes, and mm-hmm. and by the time we got like you got to the album version, yeah, sure. Uh, Ti was on. It was like two. It was like two different Ti verses. Yeah, y'all, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I remember. You know, I don't think I ever. You know yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say the original song was me, <laughs> like okay. me and my man Detroit Red, and then you know it it kind of went from there. Yeah, I don't even remember Buster Ron's verse. Yeah, I, 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 I really don't. But um, would you would you say that was your first big break where people uh, heard you? Um, no, that was that was another that was actually a great moment where people heard me though for sure. Uh, the first time people heard me, we put a mixtape out called "The Day the Game Changed," and on that mixtape, that mixtape circulated in a lot of different places. There's a store called Philly in Miami, it's a mixtape store down in South Beach. And that mixtape was selling out crazy down in Miami. See, so as I'm saying, back to what you were saying about the South, see, it's deep in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Super lyrical mixtape, you know what I mean? Nothing but boom bap beats and, and complex rhymes selling out down in South Beach, deep in the South, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't on the radio, it wasn't in the clubs, that's but the mixtape was selling out down in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was probably the first time people started hearing me right outside of just my media base. And then of course the mixtape stores in Atlanta was selling out crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that that mixtape is actually what ushered in the deal offers that got me my record deal. That began people starting to you know wanting to sign me to different labels and whatnot. And then we formed our company to be, you know, it's on imprint to go get the deal we got because of the stuff that I was doing and stuff that Drama was doing, of course, and Cannon was doing too, of course. But the first time people heard me was definitely from that. Gotcha. Um, so uh, you was part of the whole crazy raid with, um, was you there? I think it was there. Was you there? The whole yeah, yeah. crazy raid with um, DJ Drama with the mixtape shit. Uh, what, what do you remember from that day? It was crazy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was crazy. You know, the police came and confiscated a lot of stuff, and you know, Jam Brothers up. We made history, you know, we made the news with that, you know. Yeah, we, changed, we changed the whole dynamic of of what uh, is legal and illegal as far as mixtapes are concerned. So it's, it's a real layered situation for sure. Yeah, I was like, damn, like, oh, we were supposed to be getting these shits for free for all these years, and these niggas were selling this shit. <laughs> I was like, damn. And I remember, uh, like, after y'all bailed out or whatever, I seen y'all on, like, the red carpet at uh, the Hip Hop Awards, something like that. 
and it's just like you know, just like mad hype, like you know, like shit. We 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 out. Y'all done made us more. Y'all done made us more hotter. Like, sure. shit. Shit was. That's shit. exactly what happened. <laughs> shit was crazy, man. Um, what do you remember from that first? Well, you did a Gangster Grills, but what do you remember from that first Gangster Grills album? You was all over that shit. Um, good project. Had a lot of star-studded moments on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well received. Like what happened with the raid? You know, laid the platform to demand an album like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's epic moments on them. That's great. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I definitely a classic. I, I definitely enjoyed that. Uh, that first Gangster Grills album. Um. What do you mean about your first Gangsta Grills tape? I was bumping that today. Um, it's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, just like Gangsta Grills is a prominent brand, was then and it still is today, if you ask me. But that wasn't like that, those are my guys. So I am not one of those guys who got blessed with the Gangsta Grills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I once again I helped build that brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, it's just doing a tape with the homies. And then of course it's the Gangsta Grills because that's our brand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And shit got a little crossed up a little weird because uh, I remember it was a little beef between you and Drama because, like you said, you said you built this shit on your – y'all built this shit. But I think this, this shit got a little confusing. Uh, can you speak I gotta, to – I got to stop you there, brother. I got to stop you there. There was no beef with me and Drama, bro. We never had no beef. Drama's my man. Okay. Yeah, we never we never had no beef, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, no, drum, I, just, I didn't drum, see you working with him no more, so I thought it was – Beef? Nah, man, no beef. Drama, my man. Drama, you know what beef is? Like, like Biggie, you say you know what beef is? Okay. Beef? Not beef, maybe a misunderstanding. Ain't even no misunderstanding. That's my guy. I do. I just do different business, and he do different business. But that that that's it's no problem, and it definitely ain't no beef. Like that's my bro. I I just seen Drama not too long ago. My okay. boy, that's like that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? We made history together. That's my people. Ain't okay. no beef, man. Like got yo. Nah, man. I don't <laughs> beef like never was beef. Never will be beef with DJ Drama. That's 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 a dear friend of mine, man. We did a lot of good things together. But I make my money in different places. He makes his money in different places. That don't that don't equate to beef, bro. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No. Speaking about about making your money in different places, um, I read now. I read that you you know making money in the tech world. Yeah, for sure. Speak, speak, speak to that. Um, uh, the ventures that you're doing in the tech world. Um, we have a DSP that I'm an owner of. I'm a shareholder of this DSP. It's called Radiator. Uh, it's a geolocation app that uh, tracks artists based on their location in the world, particularly uh, emerging independent artists, and they get spins on a playlist. And we help them market themselves and put their music and their albums out there. And, they collect, you know, we, we offer uh, reporting to uh to the to the uh, PROs where they get their publishing dollars and things of that nature. It's just something that we're doing to set up a platform for emerging artists so that they can get their just do and get their rotation uh, as artists do on the major on the major side. So a lot of secondary artists will, will get a fair shake, uh, you know, and getting exposure and building their careers off that. Any any artists that you uh, working with that you taking under your wing um, with starting this company? Um, it's a DSP, bro. So taking under my wing when it comes to this app is kind of inapplicable. Um, a DSP is the digital streaming platform. So it's like Tidal or Spotify or Apple Music. So I don't know how I would take an artist under my wing, uh, for a, a, a DSP, but, um, I'll, I'll, I'm willing 
it's open. It's a public app. We're going to go live this winter. So any independent okay. artist sign yep. up and put, their, and put their catalogs up there and get streams. Like the same way like SoundCloud helps guys stream their albums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's okay. nothing that I, I, I'm going to personally put an artist on via radio. That's not, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's okay. like you listen to Spotify and you hear artists on Spotify, you know. The artist isn't on the Spotify's wing. The artist is just playing this music on, on the uh, Spotify playlist. So what what do you what, what you know being an oldest older still young man but you know you're definitely seasoned in the game. What do you like more, still the MCing or doing all the dope shit behind the scenes? I like it all, you know. I think I think it's all necessary. Um, I think uh, I got a like the the business is what I do for a living. I do that all the time. But I'm but I'm nice with the rap, so I'm going to always, you know, do my rap thing. You know what I'm saying? So I just rap because I'm nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? But the business is always going to be, like, the primary. Without the business, none of the rapper would make sense anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. Are, are you... Um, are you are you are you happy on 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 you know the trajectory of your career, or your music career? Do you feel like you've got all your just do um, from hip hop? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I own I own properties, I own cribs. My son is in private school. I own three or four different lucrative businesses. I'm probably one of the most talented artists that ever that ever touched this you know this side of the, the art form. Yeah, I'm chill. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, people that that know in those circles, man, they know like Willie the Kid is when I when I told my friends like, "Yo, I think I got Willie the Kid on the podcast." They're like, "Where?" <laughs> like, "Where Willie the Willie the Kid?" Like, yeah, man, yeah, you definitely, um, you definitely one of the most definitely most respected respectable lyrics lyricists out here, and it's just good, to, definitely good just to see, and and. And you know, and hear you, you know, doing great because this this music game, man, from afar it looks like it can eat you up and spit you out, and they don't give a fuck where you land. That's life. You could be working at FedEx, and that's the same situation. Facts. You playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? For the Charlotte Hornets, it's the same situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's life. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop ain't no different. It's all about what you do with your opportunities and you know how you invest. You know what I'm saying? And what what do you do with that? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. A lot of guys may not be, you know, top 10 charting billboard artists, but it's about what you do with the opportunity you did have, you know what I'm saying? And you do have. Like I said, Capital Gains is probably the most, one of the most foremost projects out right now, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Somebody who, who's been doing this shit 10 years plus, you know what I'm saying? So I'm chilling. Absolutely. What, what, what did you learn most from your, from your first record, from your first record deal? Um... What I learned most. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest lesson you took away from your first record? Record. Um, biggest lesson would probably be to uh, continue to you know to 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 know who you are. You know what I'm saying, and don't ever abandon that. You know what I'm saying. Be who you be who you really are. What's what's what comes from the heart is received by the heart. So if you if you want a certain type of resonance, then it has to come from a genuine place. You know what I'm saying. Be yourself. You'll go a lot further. Was was you was you happy with the results from the first album? Absolutely, I was. I got the biggest record deal in history from my from my hometown. You know what I'm saying? 
I got the most exposure I've seen from anybody from my town. You know what I'm saying? I'm a guy that comes from a small Midwest town that came to Atlanta and toured the whole entire world. You know what I'm saying? From from Dubai to, to Japan to Switzerland, everywhere. I saw the whole entire world off of the stuff that I wrote. You know what I'm saying? Did really well. Hung out with celebrities and met a lot of important people and made the connections that pivot themselves into me now having my own private spirits company, 200 locations in, in, in throughout the Midwest, 60 at the top of Premier Gosher in the whole entire state of Michigan. I mean, you know, to be in a tech investor and doing a lot of other things I'm doing right now, film producer, I'm working with Kevin Wilmot, won an Academy Award with Spike Lee for Black Klansman. We're doing a film right now on the life of times of Langston Hughes, you know what I'm saying? All the accolades, all the happiness, you know what I'm saying? It comes from what, what I did with that first album and everything before it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very happy with the results of what, you know, what happened. Man, that's, that's dope, bro. Yes, sir. Cap Capital Game, man. You work with you work with uh the homie Action Bronson, Currency, Rock Rock Marciano. Um, what, what's your favorite joint on there? Uh, I like a different song depending on a different day, whatever's going on at a different time. You know what I'm saying? Depends on you know what's happening at the time. I like I like that dirty I like that dirty game though, man. That's your favorite one on there. Yeah, you snap. I was listening. I was listening on the way home from work. Like you was, you was definitely you was snapping on that shit, man. I'm like that boy ain't that boy ain't missed a step, man. You ain't Never. you ain't missed a step, man. <laughs> Never, brother. What's, what, what, what's some of the feedback from the fans, man? Because you know sometimes we we don't you know people we get you know out of sight, out of mind, you know, and so. When the fans don't see you, that they don't understand all the dope shit you're doing behind the scenes. What's some of what's some of the feedback you get from the fans, man? That you know, that maybe thought you fell off a cliff or something, but you but you know you still doing you. Yeah, I'm doing better than ever, brother. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. doing better than ever. Um, I don't. You go to Instagram, look at the comments. Go to Twitter, look at look at the, look at the ads on Twitter. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's saying great things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Capital Games is making a lot of noise right now. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I mean. I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's great. Feedback is awesome. You know what I'm saying? You reached out to me for an interview, right? Absolutely. He's <laughs> doing pretty good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. You know, we like to do top fives, man. Um, so, first off, top five, top five MCs of all time. Who, who are your top five? See, this is always an interesting conversation because <laughs> – there's there's like like great like the top five greatest and then there's like my top, top five, five favorites. Yes. Great. Oh, oh yeah, give me give me your top when, five favorites. When you talk to people and you have these conversations, great and favorite always get muddled up as being the same thing. Absolutely. You know I'm, and glad, not, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's not like what's like who's my favorite artist and who's like the greatest artist two different things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're asking my favorite. Yeah. Th those um, lists, are, them lists are, are better compared because, you know, you want to definitely show love to the legends. Yeah. Like sometimes, but, but, but sometimes my personal favorites might not be the top five greatest. Yeah, and, you know. The, the masters. Yeah, and vice versa. Like some of the goats, they the goats, but they not the greatest. But they the you know, but like they're not my favorite, but they're the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for me, it's Nas, Jay, Wu Tang as a unit. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
we doing, we doing favorites, right? Mm-hmm. Nas, Jay, Wu Tang. Um, that's like my top three. You know what I'm saying? You ever uh, you ever met Hove? A couple of times. Where? I met Jay Z when I was a kid. He he came to Grand Rapids and did a show with Big Pun and Crucial Conflict. That'd be like '98, '97. Yeah, and then my and my brother opened for the show, and then um, I was on stage rapping, and we met Jay Z backstage. Mm. I was a kid, yeah, I met him then, and then I met him at um, a couple parties, a, 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 a couple parties, one in New York, and then one I think down here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Nas yeah. met Jay the Goat. You know what I'm saying? Jay the Goat. Definitely the Goat. You cool as fuck, just like Nas, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Nas is, Nas is a big inspiration. Nas is the artist that helped me, uh, not personally, of course, but he's the artist that I, that helped me develop my style when I was young. You know what I'm saying? When I was young, I was how I grew up was different. You know, what I mean, I was I was you know, I used to read comic books and go to school and do things like that. You know, but like outside, like I was right outside the doors, a whole another story. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the guy to go to school and we learn about Shakespeare and all that type of shit. And I get off the bus and my man pull up in a stolen car, like, what up? You know what I mean? With a gun and shit, like, yo, let's, let's go, you know what I mean? I ride around, do crazy shit. And then I get up and then go do trigonometry at school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I was being an artist and writing raps, I'm like, damn, how do I, how do I articulate that experience without sounding, like, weird? Like, you know what I'm saying? Without sounding, right, 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 right. You know, I never knew how to really articulate that. How can I go read these novels at school and then come home and then we, you know, shooting guns and shit and doing kind of wild shit, you know, how do we put that together? You know what I'm saying? And um, when Nas started really, you know, outside of Illmatic, when he started really, Illmatic too, but when he started really going a little bit further into who he was personally, he let like, 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 a pro- like the project window, like records like that, you know what I'm saying? Help me be like, all right, cool. You can tell these stories without saying, you the biggest drug dealer, the biggest murderer, the biggest, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to say that in the rap to talk about the experience. There's a place for that voice in the, you know, in the landscape of music. And he helped me find my voice. So then I became like a, a laureate, poet, reporter who was going on in my town. So all my rap started to take shape kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I can talk about my experiences without feeling like I needed to exaggerate or even or even like cap and lie on it. I don't got to, I could tell exactly what it is and it's still a, a, a valid space for that. You know what I'm saying? To talk about the things my friends went through and things that they did. I've seen, you know, brothers getting in trouble and brothers doing different things and brothers, you know, getting heat and it, all kind of shit. You know, I could tell these stories without saying I'm, you know, you know, I'm somebody I'm not, you know what I mean? So Nas really helped me to put that together. Just listen to the way he, bottled up his story and bottled up his experience and sold it to the world. That was really helpful. Absolutely. So so let's make this clear. We got your favorites. We got Hove. We got Nas. We got Wu-Tang as a whole. We need two more. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Um, see, this is, oh, man, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm so... I'm so with I'm so with this. We can go all night about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's who's my favorite like lyricist or who's my favorite like personality or who's my favorite? You know what I'm saying? Like, favorite is the that's favorite. Is, the word like favorite when it comes to hip hop is too broad. You know what I'm saying? 
Cause you know what I'm saying? Like I think there's some guys who are like the illest lyricists, but they're not like my favorite artists, but they're like my favorite lyricists. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, Grand Hustle, you ran drama, Grand Hustle. I know the king gotta be in there somewhere. Who the king who? T.I.? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, respect the tip. Shout out to Tip, hundred percent. But I don't tip ain't on my top five favorite rappers though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, nah, but yeah, but 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 Tip is somebody I know personally and he he that's my man because he let me hang out with him on tour and shit like that. I love Tip, you know what I'm saying? But my favorite, my him and, Jigga, him and Jigga, my favorite. Yeah, Tip ain't one of my favorite rappers though. Nah. Um uh um I don't know. What about you? What about your Michigan brother Eminem? My favorite rapper, no. Mm-mm. But but I love Eminem. I love what he do. You know what I'm saying? I love what he do. I love uh like you said my Michigan brother. He's from Michigan, man. And he told the story that woke up a whole nation of people who didn't have who didn't have a voice before. You know what I'm saying? I love what he did and how he woke up to people and you know and, and made people really pay attention to what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't say he's a, my favorite, though. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I admire, yeah. Him and T.I., love him. Love him to death. But favorite, no. Nah. Um, I'm going to stop there. Nas Wu. <laughs> <laughs> there. All right, man. Cool, 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 man. Well, I really I really appreciate you, man. Um, definitely taking the time. Man, everybody, go pick, go, please go pick up that, that new project. Go, go, um, your, your new streaming site that's coming that's coming out. Tell tell the cause I, I got a lot of rapping homies and they always wanna have their music on everything. So uh, what's the, what's for, the for radiator? R A D I, the letter eight E R radiator. Follow us on Instagram. Radiator music. Follow us at inst- on Instagram. Radiator music. Radiator. And music. then um just go to the website and check us out. Radiator.com. We're supposed to launch this winter. I'm thinking we are, we, we're on track to have a solid launch. You know what I'm saying? And once again, it's just a place where independent artists can be the king of the mountain. You know what I'm saying? If you're coming out of Charlotte, it's going to be hard to compete with the baby. You know what I'm saying? If you're coming out of Atlanta, it's going to be hard to compete with little baby. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean you can't get your just do, get your shine, get your, you know, get, you know, make your rounds and, and get the attention and support that you need. So, on Radiator, you get more spins, you know what I'm saying? Radiator, you get more exposure. And again, we report, you know, to PRO, so you're gonna get your, all your publishing dollars. So, you know, it's lit, man. It's lit, good opportunity for you to make some, get some exposure. Whereas you may gotta stand in line if you're coming out of New York City for behind the other artists who are like, you know, mainstream and signed. But if you're an independent guy coming out of New York City, you could be in the forefront on Radiator, you know what I'm saying? It's a good place to, to build. And then again, for listeners, it's a great thing too because it's allowing people to discover new music. It's a music discovery app. So you could be hanging out in STB in Wisconsin, you know. And it was hot. Who's the hot, who's the hot jazz singer right here? Ain't got STB hip hop. Who's the hot jazz singer right here? You go on the app and then you take the map and you go to Wisconsin where you at and you zoom in and zoom out. And it's going to give you all the different genres and who's the top artists in those, in those markets. That's so really emerging artists can get busy. Are you in Nashville? It's a big country music scene out there. You may love country music, and you want to go to not to the COVID lift. You may want to go to a you know a nice um a show and see some some country artists that you like. You know you go on Radiator and they'll show you who's the hottest artist on this side of Nashville and where they performing at tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like all on one app. You know. 
Dope. It was good for discovery if you're if you're a music fan, you know. What about podcasts, man? We any can we can we get a can we put podcasts on the on the site? Uh Will You Kid podcast? No, 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 no. I'm talking about on your streaming service. Oh Will yeah, definitely. Podcasts definitely. be available. Coming soon, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start with music, but <laughs> it's gonna also, you know, evolve to podcasts and evolve to venues as well. So if there's a popular, you know jazz venue you know in new orleans it'll be on radiator too or, or a nice hip-hop venue that's in uh greensboro you know what i'm saying it'd be lit too you know what i'm saying so right. greensboro yeah for sure for sure got homies out there in greensboro shout out to greensboro yes that's, that's that's um that's definitely home right there yeah yeah shout out to the town willie the kid new album out new album out right now capital game dope artwork a lot of a lot of A one spitters on there as well. He made it clear him and him and DJ Drama didn't have no beef. I always thought for years I always thought y'all was I thought y'all was beefing, man. I'm glad you cleared that shit up. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> I, I, once artists, once you don't see an artist, when you see artists with this one person for all these years, and then you don't see him with them no more, you like uh, uh, they must nah, be. man. Like people got it. I don't know. I guess that's the way the way people are. I guess I, I guess what you just explained right there is the way people think. You know what I'm saying? I understand, but no, it's not true. Do you see a you see Ace Hood and DJ Khaled together when they first came in? They not together no more. You like they must not be. You know, they must be beefing. Like Ace Hood must have, when they got a pistol and went to go find Khaled and shoot him. And Khaled must have of course, of course, that's it. The boy in the jaw when you saw him at the club <laughs> beefing. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get how people think. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it. People, certain words people use loosely. Like, uh, people use, like, classic, mm. hater, beef. It's certain words that people use real loosely. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's a title right there. Classic, hater, beef. Because we definitely throw those words too free. Uh, Man, it's a lot of a lot of terms people throw around real loosely, and beef is one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, man. You know, beef is a whole. Well, I guess where I'm from, in my experience, you know, what I'm saying beef is much bigger than just not being next to somebody every day anymore. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Final question. You say we throw it out there loosely. So, what would you consider? What would you consider a classic album? What is your What's what's that one album that you had? If you had to put it in the museum and say it's a classic, which what album would that be? Uh, just one. Just give me a give me a, we, we 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 can we can line it up in the in the museum. Just give me give, give me a few that you feel like is undeniable classics in hip hop. Uh, uh, the Alley AT Aliens album from Outkast. You know what I'm saying? Uh. The uh, doggy style from Snoop Dogg. Um, I had I had Mass Skills on the podcast. Uh, last podcast I did, he said he never heard a uh, Outcast album ever. Blew my mind. But go ahead. What? Mass Skills. God do the. Oh, I heard what you said, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I can't believe no one. Heard it. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's I can't crazy. believe that the Outcast albums help. Help 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 shape and, and and mold me along the way, man. With you know, from the from Southern Playlistic to the Aliens album to you know, Criminal, man. Out bro, Outcast was a, a a running soundtrack for me growing up, man. I don't know where I would be if I didn't hear those albums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, 
Sorry Young to cut you off. Uh, Aliens album, um, Midnight Marauders from Tribe Called Quest. Um, it's too many to name, man. Illmatic is, 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 you know, the answer is going to start getting real generic, man. You know you know what the classic albums are, bro. Come on, man. Only one I'm going to say that's, I'm going to say it's culturally a classic, but not a classic on the ear. I'm not really here to debate, but I don't think Doggy Style is a classic. I think, okay. it's a, I think it's a really good album. I think it definitely changed. It was definitely, like, you know where you was when you heard it the first time type of vibe, and you... But, but like, do, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, 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 I'm gonna cut you off, black man. But I'm gonna tell you right now. If you do a poll on that, you're gonna, you, you, you gonna be sadly, you gonna be sadly disproved, my brother. Doggy Styles is a, is a foremost classic, brother. Foremost, not even debatable. Foremost, not even. It's not even known. If you do a poll, you'll see it. Don't take it from me. Take it from the public. I, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's definitely. But I, I every time I, I, every time I go back to it, I skip a lot of songs. That's just you make, but the rest of the world doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, you know, that put once again, GOAT versus favorite. It may not be your favorite album, but it is the GOAT. It, it, it is it is a classic album. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. And don't take my word for it. Ask the rest of the world. They'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? I've heard I've heard it many times and I it may um, not be your favorite, which is totally understandable. Can't, can't nobody tell you to like Brussels sprouts. You may not like that. You know what I'm saying? But 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 is our, but our Brussels sprouts high in nutrients? Absolutely. We're not even going to debate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to debate that. <laughs> like, it's on you. You might not like it. Cool. But is it a classic? Don't take my word for it. Ask the rest of the world. They'll tell you the same. You know what I'm saying? And it's Snoop Dogg's birthday today, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Shout out to Unc Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I, it's some more Snoop Dogg albums I like more than Doggy Style. Just my personal. What's again talking about you, you, what the L word you just used? That's my personal. No, no, you, you used the L word. What L word you just said? I forgot. What I say? You said like. You said like. It's not like. about. Like, well, we okay. like, we talk about goat, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about what we like, you know what I'm saying? The goat is the goat, you know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not, you know what I'm saying? That's real. That's, that's your favorite. That's your preference. That, right. That's a whole other conversation, you know what I'm saying? Another conversation. Got you, brother. Got you, got you, got you. Man, you you cool-ass dude, man. You, you too cool for school, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I fucks with you, man. I def I definitely fucks with you, man. I definitely thank you for uh taking the time out. Um, Capital Gain in stores right now, uh, or streaming. I mean streaming. Capital Gains, yeah, streaming platforms, all streaming platforms, all streaming, all streaming platforms. My brother, man, you be you be safe, you be safe, you be safe, my brother. Thank you, thank you for your time. Um. Uh, any any shout outs, anything you want to leave the people with before we get up off here? Nah, it's all good, man. Just make sure you follow me on Instagram, the Willie the Kid. Uh, make sure you follow Radiator Music, Mo2 underscore Vijay, M O T U underscore V I G E T, Mo2 Vijay Spirits. Uh, and make sure you follow GR USA and make sure you follow uh, Ambiance GR Nightclub and Lounge. We'll be open. For the holidays, make sure you come and hang out and party with us. You know what I'm saying? Full dance floor, full kitchen, full bar, the whole wop. That's, that's, down, that's down in Atlanta? No, it's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids. It's my, it's my nightclub lounge down there. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check for us up there. Come out and kick it, man. 
Willie the Kid, man. Thank you, my brother. For sure.